The Gershwin Brothers wrote a song called, It Ain't Necessarily So. This phrase applies to the message we receive from the media, print, broadcast, online, and social. What we see and hear on the media is not necessarily true and may be used to mislead rather than inform. It especially applies to religious media concerning Christianity and Jesus. So you believe that Jesus actually rose from the dead and is now sitting at the right hand of God. More often than not, you've come to this belief as a result of association with members of some church group. Jesus said he's prepared heavenly places for all those who believe in him. Naturally, you want to obtain one of these places for eternity. How do you claim such a place? Many religious media messages say can do this by joining the church of your choice. For example, if you are persuaded to believe in the Lord by some religious group, then join their group and follow their creed or teachings. If you came to believe without the aid of any person or group, then join the church of your choice. It ain't necessarily so. Why not? Looking at the world of so-called Christians, we see hundreds of different churches with hundreds of different beliefs. These churches teach beliefs and practices that oppose one another. Some doctrines are somewhat similar, and others are polar opposites. For example, one group teaches that we must not lie to one another, yet another says you may lie to somebody outside the group. One church says homosexuality is a sin. Another says it isn't. Where did all these churches get all these different beliefs? It's clear that all these churches having different teachings have sprung up after the original church began. Many religious media messages say that the changes in these churches have been ordained by God through miraculous direct communication to church leaders. It ain't necessarily so. Why would one place faith in men who say they've gotten direct instruction from God? First, men have been known to be dishonest. Therefore, they could be pretending to be a recipient of a call from God. Then, and most importantly, such modifications were forbidden from reading the earliest documentary evidence we have concerning Jesus and the Church. The oldest known documents, the New Testament, claim that salvation is found only in Jesus and that he is unchangeable. The teachings he left for us do not change to suit the time, but were once delivered to the saints. Furthermore, anyone teaching something different is accursed. It's plain from the testimony of the original documentary evidence that the New Testament contains all that's necessary for men to be complete and equipped for every good work. Therefore, according to the oldest documentary evidence, any church group that teaches and practices something different from the original church is false and can be classified as man-made rather than God-made. Churches that have evolved into something different from the original template are in conflict with the earliest information concerning Jesus and his church. It stands to reason that if believers find evidence of what the original church believed, 
and all the teachings of the others could be seen as modifications of what was initially taught by Jesus and his apostles. If we could find out about the original church, we could follow that one as the most likely to be the one Jesus approved. Having done that, we stand the best chance of knowing what Jesus wants us to do to achieve eternal life. This means we must refer to our earliest documentary evidence concerning Jesus and his church. That evidence is found in the New Testament of the Bible. Written by many of Jesus' apostles and others who recorded their testimony, these documents are the earliest known recordings of Jesus' life, his teachings, and the structure of the original church. Even during its writing, it describes efforts of some to change, modify, or pervert the teachings of the Lord. From the second century onward, many differently designed churches were begun. These differed from the original template as authorized in the oldest documents, the New Testament. These churches were man-made, not God-made. Surely the wisest course that believers in the risen Lord can take is to inspect the New Testament documents in order to find the template for the original church. Then they must earnestly search for that church in their community. Believers in Christ should go back to the beginning using the oldest known documents, the New Testament, to find the original church. This is the earliest and truest template for the design of Christ's church. Many in religious media claim that joining the church of your choice puts you on the road to heaven. It ain't necessarily so. Disregard. Religious media messages that claim it doesn't matter which of the hundreds of Christian denominations you can follow. Over the many years since Jesus walked the earth, men have changed the original template, and then other men have modified that template still more. Still others have subjected the church to further evolution. A study of the original found in the New Testament shows their corrupted version is almost unrecognizable when compared with the original. Better to drink from a stream that is closest to the source rather than several miles downstream where pollution of many kinds finds its way into the water. The best course is to study the oldest documents available that is the New Testament. There we will find the template for the original church, pure as water from a source and not adulterated by pollution. So believers in the Lord Jesus should try to find a church in their community that follows the initial design for his church. Then they can be assured they are doing the will of the Lord and not vainly joining the church of their choice. This podcast was produced by Stephen Gehrig. Address any comments to my email address, bird-legs at hotmail.com. That is bird-legs at hotmail.com. Thank you.